This is Work and Life Harmony with Coach Kim Betty, mixing motivation and music with Herman Curry. And we are pumped to be here today. This is our third episode, so we're really getting in the groove of things. And let me welcome Herman. Hey, Herman. Hello, 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 hello. It's a, it's a nice, sunny, bright day in the Toronto area, so it's always nice when the sun's out in the morning. I love that we have this global show. It's raining here. Um, I had a uh, puppy with tummy trouble, so when I was going out to take her out at 2 o'clock, at 4 o'clock in the morning, here in uh, not sunny California, it was raining, just for the record, so mm -hmm. that's what I dealt with last night. Today we have an exciting... Uh, show and content for you because this is one of my favorite topics and favorite time of year really from a perspective of a coach and that is fourth quarter and the topic today is fourth quarter the final stretch and we're mm -hmm. going to be looking at finishing strong and what are some things that you can do to make sure that you finish strong and also to take some of the stress off of yourself. It can be an anxiety producing time of year if you mm. haven't reached the goals that you set for work or for life. And so I wanna take that stress off of you, give you a process that you can use so that you do finish strong, however, that you also finish with less stress. You know what I mean, Herman? Yes. What do you think about the fourth quarter time of, of year? Oh yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, when it falls in the calendar year, it's. Uh... It, it, it can be stressful because everything falls, you know, everything else falls in the calendar year. When you have those overlaps, you start in July for your fiscal year. It's a little different, but the calendar year fourth quarter is a challenge because it's kind of working hand in hand with everything else that goes on during the year. Yeah, so right. The idea for this topic came from one of my clients who said, what should I focus on for fourth quarter? And it was easy for me to be able to, because I coach him and talk to him all the time, to be able to help him figure out, like for this final stretch, what to focus on. I want to give you all a process, though, that you could do the same thing that I'm doing for him. First thing that you're going to do is to think about, are you ready? And whenever I would have someone begin to set goals, I always first look at our, our level of readiness. And because I'm an advocate for um, winning the battle over burnout and really getting your fire back, I want to use two words that I often use as it relates to burnout. And that is when you're thinking about, are you really ready for to finish strong and for this final stretch of fourth quarter? Think about it. Do you have the energy? And that energy might be physical, mental, emotional. So think about it from a perspective of energy and then also from a perspective of engagement. And engagement is commitment and like connection to the goal. So you might be, you might have energy, but you're like, I just don't want to do this one. I don't like it. I don't really feel like, you know what I mean? Or you might really be connected and it's really super important and you don't have the energy. So imagine you're in a race and you're in that final stretch, right? And you're like, do I have the energy and do I have the commitment to finish strong on what I set out to do on a scale from zero, no energy, no commitment to 10? Woo, I am ready, ready to go. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a moment to think about that. Why don't we go ahead and play the music for that thinking? Let's do that. The title of the song is All I See Is You. 
and it's a it's a sort of a a nice um, uh, what you would call um, competition mm. uh, between the musicians to present their best face uh, within the song. So while we're listening to the music, be thinking, am I ready to finish strong during this fourth quarter? that you can do to make sure that you have the right mindset is to think about it in these three phases, the past, the present, and the future. So we're going to take um, a moment during the podcast to have you do a review and look at your past. And this is something that I would do with a organization. I, you know, when I strategic plan with a company or an organization or a department, we do a historical review first before we strategic plan. So we would look mm -hmm. over the, the year and do a series of uh, analysis, if you will, before we go into the next phase. So we're going to do a review. Then we're going to spend some time in the present and really focusing on what you want to accomplish for the remainder of this fourth quarter. And then we're going to look to the future to also figure out what I'm going to take off my plate so that I'm not stressed out about it and put it into the next year. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do that. Let me share some stats with you. I always like to give you some things to think about from a factual standpoint. What we're really talking about is accountability. We're really talking about accountability, which is taking responsibility for your actions, your decisions, your choices, and even more important than that is allowing yourself to be held accountable for those actions. And I want to share with you some stats on when you allow yourself to be held accountable to another person or a group of people, it increases more and more. And I am going to say that allow me to be your accountability partner, you know, as a coach, I will be your virtual accountability partner, if you will. And Whatever you decide today as you're listening, allow us and not only me, me and Herman and me and Herman and the, the audience to be your accountability partner. So whatever you declare, I invite you to feel the pressure of us standing at the finish line waiting for you to do what you say you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you why that's so important. When you make a conscious decision to yourself that you're going to achieve something, then it increases your chances of success by 10 to 25%. 
when you have a clear plan of how you're going to achieve something, it increases your chances further to 50%. We always hear if you write it down, you know, oh, yeah. more likely to achieve it, right? And then if you commit to someone else that you're going to do it, there's a 65% chance of success. And the reason that I love coaching is because if you make a specific appointment with another person to report back on your progress, then you're going up to 95%. So you're pretty much guaranteed to win. And when, so when I meet with a client and they say they're going to do something, they feel the pressure. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? I told coach KB I was going to do X, Y, Z. So when we set that appointment to meet weekly or every other week or once a month or whatever that is, they feel that. So I want you to feel that with this podcast that whatever we set out to do that, you know, follow me on social media and you can check in and say, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, join the mailing list in the email that I send. I have people chatting me back and forth, Herman. I don't know if you know that they're on the inbox and we're talking back and forth. Okay. And of course you could time it by the next time I see them next week, this is what I'm going to accomplish, you know, on the right. podcast. And we welcome you to join us live as well. So the first step in this is to really look back and first just celebrate your wins, right? So take a moment. And if you're here with us live on Facebook, chat with us some things that you're celebrating that you've accomplished so far in the year. I'm going to share a chat that we just got here. Yep. It says, uh, hi KB. This is, uh, Miss Christy. She says, I'm celebrating how I strategically plan my programs for my nonprofit and learning more on business credit. We love that. And we'll use that as a great example. So you're celebrating it and learning more on business credit. So it sounds like there's some things that you can still work on for that. Thank you for sharing that. Well, then we have to take a look and, you know, at the reality of what haven't we accomplished that we wanted to accomplish. I'm celebrating as I started eating clean again. Um, mm -hmm. Eating clean had me lose 25 pounds before in some kind of way after I stopped. I maintained it for three years. Then I fell off and I gained the 25 back. And so I'm eating clean again to get back down to the ideal weight that mm -hmm. I want to be on. So I'm celebrating that. But what I did not achieve was the cardio and the exercise that I want to do and drinking my water. So there's other pieces of it that I want to make sure that I do. It's kind of cathartic. I feel like I'm, you know, father, forgive <laughs> me for I have sinned moment. That's why I feel like you're sitting there and you're, you're listening. And so Herman, get some music for us for this next phase here. As we get into the present, we're going to look at what then are we going to focus on with ferociousness.
what I am going to ferociously focus on is getting this exercise barrier off of me because I actually love to exercise when I do. So I know once I do it, it'll be a healthy obsession. Whatever I do, I like get into it. So I'm committed. I've got a friend of mine right now. Um, he's texting me what I can do at home. He's like, just because you can't go into your gym, no excuse. So that's what I'm going to commit fo to focus on. So the question to each of you is, what are you going to focus on? So Miss Christie says, my main two things I'm focusing on right now are raising funds for the homeless children to give them underwear for Christmas. And the second is to improve my energy to become dedicated for my workout plan for the betterment of my health. As we start to go into the future, I want to move. We talked about the past, looking back, celebrating, seeing what we didn't achieve, the present, focus ferociously. And then now as we go into the future, we're going to be taking off of our backs, off of our mind, off of our hearts, anything that we didn't accomplish and we'll move it on to the next year. Let's take that off of us. Woosa. <sighs> right. I had a deep breath on just thinking about it. I hope the rest of you just felt that. Yeah. Like to know that I'm not going to have this baggage that I'm carrying around and beat myself up over it. So I can see myself physically unpacking my backpack and saying, well, Joy might not get her obedience training until next year. She'll be one years old. Maybe that's a great time for her. She turns one in February. I will finish getting my home nested in 2022. I will really do some of the other things that I wanted to do for my business and set those as my 2022 goal. But now I know ferociously that I am going to focus on exercising and getting my strength and my energy up in order to be ready for 2022. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm focused on. And I want to talk about this too, because Herman says something behind the scenes and we're just using ourselves as examples. You were saying, cause that'll produce anxiety. If you set a goal and you only have three weeks to do it and you can't achieve it. One client that I have that's taken this one on when, cause she had checked everything off of her list. And what I suggested to her was to set even a fourth quarter stretch goal. And what I love about the stretch goal is you promise yourself that if I do not achieve it, I will not beat myself up. It is truly a stretch goal. We do this in corporate America a lot. One of the automotive firms that I was working with, they finally set stretch goals with a, which allowed their team to like push to the limits and even declare it, but they were not in trouble if they didn't do it. And, and I have a whole challenging yourself. Thank you. Say that. So that's what I'm trying to say, Herman. And while we're working on that stretch goal, we're really experimenting with it to uncover something about ourselves, the internal goals, how we're thinking, how we're behaving, what we're feeling about it, so that we can even be more powerful as we go into the future with our future goals that we're setting. Herman's going to play us some music as you now analyze, am I ready to ferociously go for what I said I was going to go for? And am I ready to take those things that I didn't do yet and take them off my list so that I can have peace of mind? When we look at our feelings, and I want you to really think about like that in your down like I'm already, you know.
can listen to the EP and stay in touch with Herman by going to Everywhere Music Goes. You can follow him on Facebook. He's on iTunes and Spotify. connected with me at coach Kim Betty on social media and then my website kimbetty.com please join the mailing list 